Hello, NACA members. It's Doug Church, Deputy Director of Public Affairs at the NACA National Office in Washington, D.C., back with the NACA podcast, and we have this week's issue of the NACA Insider. We want to start with an important deadline approaching July 31st in our Unum Long-Term Disability Insurance. You've invested days, weeks, and even years to get where you are in your professional career. You've insured your car, your home, and even your life to protect your family and all of its assets. But what about protecting the very thing that makes your lifestyle possible? All it takes is one accident, one illness, one trip to the doctor, and your golden medical ticket can be taken away. It won't happen to me is not a solid plan for your family's financial well-being. As a NACA member, you have access to one of the greatest benefits our union has to offer. That's long-term disability insurance from UNUM. You cannot get insurance like this anywhere else. This was specifically negotiated for the benefit of NACA members. Open enrollment ends July 31st. Visit NACADisability.com for more information. Next, with NACA Communicating for Safety coming up on September 16th through the 18th in Las Vegas, we have the second video in our series from Gordon Graham, our 2018 NACA Sentinel of Safety Award winner and someone who has spoken to CFS uh, several years in a row. In this new video, Gordon says excellence has got to be the norm, not the deviation. Here I go again, folks, to wrap it all up. Excellence has got to be the norm, not the deviation. We're not occasionally excellent. Oh, it's okay to be excellent 70% of the time, 80% of the time. No, it's not. Excellence has got to permeate everything we do. It's got to be the norm, not the deviation. Your job is so filled with risk. We have got to make sure that everyone understands what their role is. Regardless of what you do in your facility, excellence has got to be the norm, not the deviation. We do things right and we treat people right. Not some of the time, not most of the time, but all of the time. In other NACA news, NACA members concluded Pride Month in June by participating in activities in Chicago and San Francisco. Nearly two dozen NACA members at Chicago O'Hare Tower were ready to participate in the Chicago Pride Parade on June 30th with NACA t-shirts and a banner. Unfortunately, the celebration was cut short when Chicago police had to cancel the parade and clear the route in anticipation of severe weather. As a result, NACA's Chicago members were not able to march, but the rain didn't stop the celebration as members captured the spirit and essence of Pride. O'Hare member Nick Luce worked to organize the NECA contingent for the Chicago parade. He said, a lot of uh, ORD members wanted to participate, and people came up to me wanting to know how they could help, Luce said. Quote, we are excited to start planning for next year, now that we know we have a confirmed spot in the 2020 parade. Also on June 30th, across the country, NACA members, family, and friends marched in the San Francisco parade. Donning their NACA Pride t-shirts, the contingency, including Western Pacific Regional Vice President Joel Ortiz, Northwest Mountain Regional Vice President Alex Navarro, and Southwest Regional Vice President Andrew Lobovich, affirmed that solidarity includes everyone. Lobovich said, quote, The solidarity shown at these and other events is one of the reasons our union is and will continue to be one of the leading labor organizations in the country and the world, end quote. Ortiz said we had more than 35 members, family, and friends march in the San Francisco parade. They came from multiple facilities around California, including Oakland Center, San Francisco Tower, Oakland Tower, Santa Rosa Sonoma County Tower, and Livermore Tower. The Flight Safety Foundation is an international nonprofit organization exclusively chartered to provide impartial, independent, expert safety guidance and resources for the aviation and aerospace industries. 
Founded in 1947, the foundation serves as a catalyst to address and identify global safety issues and sets priorities through data collection, information sharing, education, advocacy, and communications. Information provided by the Flight Safety Foundation is useful to NACA members' daily operations. NACA has become a benefactor of the Flight Safety Foundation. NACA National Safety Chairman Steve Hansen said, quote, The Flight Safety Foundation is a great organization that NACA has worked with for many years. Elevating our membership to the benefactor level strengthens our partnership and allows us to be more involved in important safety discussions that impact not only the United States, but the larger international aviation industry as a whole. As a member of the Flight Safety Foundation, NACA will be able to participate in pertinent safety discussions while also including our counterparts from air traffic controller unions around the globe through the Global Air Traffic Controllers Alliance. This is another step in the right direction to ensure we have the right people at the table to have these critical discussions that impact the national and international aviation workforce. In other news, retired lifetime member Isabel Cole has spent the last 30 years fighting passionately for workers' rights, first with NACA and then in the state of Washington. She was recently appointed to the important and influential role of labor board member with the Board of Industrial Insurance Appeals. Workers' compensation cases appealed in Washington are heard by the Board of Industrial Insurance Appeals. But Cole's career as an air traffic controller began as a matter of happenstance, she said. In fact, if anyone had asked her what career she wanted to pursue, she would not have said air traffic controller. She said, I saw an ad in the paper for a class about being a controller, and I had no idea what they did. I was a 911 dispatcher, and I was just looking for a part-time job to work on the side, she said. She didn't end up taking the class. It was too expensive. Instead, she bought the book, studied, and practiced on her own. She also figured out that being a controller was not a side job. So she passed the test, eventually got a call from the FAA, pushed her dream of becoming a police officer aside, and left for the FAA Academy in 1991. After making it through the Academy, Cole went to her first facility in Groton, Connecticut, where she joined NACA. But that was a Level 2 facility. It was soon downgraded to Level 1 and became a federal contract tower. So she transferred to Seattle-Tacoma Tower in 1994. She was certified in 95, and by the middle of 96, she was asked to run for FACREP. She ran, and she won. She took on many responsibilities during that term as FACREP. She was involved in the Labor Management Partnership Council, advocated for representatives to be trained in the Office of Workers' Compensation Programs, and served as Northwest Mountain Region OWCP rep for over a decade. Additionally, with the NACA Biennial Convention happening that year in 1998 in Seattle, that was near the end of her term as FACREP, she became the convention committee chair and worked with the national office to plan a successful convention. Cole decided not to seek another term as FAC rep and focused her attention on her young daughter. She still remained active as the OWCP rep and helped out with leafleting and other supporting roles. Eventually, she became the VP of the facility with the first all-female executive board at Seattle and later agreed to continue in the role of vice president for the incoming FAC rep. But when he suddenly retired, Cole found herself as FAC rep once again. At the time, she was also the facility's legislative rep and the OWCP rep. In 2008, Cole had an epiphany to end, attend law school. She said, Imagine how much I could help workers if I got a law degree. I'd always wanted to go to law school and even applied to one right after college, but I didn't get in and I moved on. I had always represented people to the best of my ability, but I always felt as if I never knew enough. End quote. So Cole studied for the LSAT, 
She did well. She applied and was accepted into Seattle University School of Law. During that time, Cole was still a full-time controller, a full-time mom, and had now become a part-time law school student. But as one who continually, what she says, bites off more than she can chew, end quote, she maintained the role of fact rep and legislative rep for Seattle, as well as the OWCP rep for the region. She was also student rep for the Student Bar Association, president of the Labor and Employment Law Association, and a member of the Dispute Resolution Board. In December 2012, Cole graduated from law school and began studying for the bar exam. She took an early retirement from the FAA at the end of January 2013 and eventually passed the bar. In January 2015, Cole started with Tacoma Injury Law Group as a workers' compensation attorney. Any workers' compensation cases appealed in the state of Washington are heard by that Board of Industrial Insurance Appeals or further appealed to the Superior Court. She said, quote, I petitioned any losing decision to the BIIA and appealed many of the decisions the Board affirmed to the Superior Court. I recently realized that I'd been winning at Superior Court over and over again. In 2018 and the beginning of 2019, Cole had won appeals in five out of six trials. In the middle of last year, she learned of news that would forever change her life. A position in the BIIA as a labor board member would soon be open. She said, quote, I had about 30 years of union credentials as well as my law degree, so I thought that I would make a more attractive candidate than the average attorney when applying for the position. She said, after applying for the position and waiting for the process to be completed, Cole learned that she'd won a case before the Court of Appeals that overturned a law she felt was detrimental to injured workers. She said, quote, that law was being thrown out on the basis of my appeal. This was a huge win that came after a four-year battle, one that started a few short months after I began at Tacoma Injury Law Group. I don't know if that had anything to do with my selection as Labor Board member on the BIIA, but I think it helps solidify my position as a person who wants to fight for workers, injured or otherwise. End quote. Cole's term as Labor Board member began on June the 18th. She spent over 20 years fighting for her union brothers and sisters. She said, quote, It was that experience with NACA, coupled with my other union experience prior to NACA, that qualified me for the board position. Being on the board allows me to continue to fight for workers' rights. It's circular. We all succeed when we fight for each other, end quote. In other news, Chicago DuPage Tower member Alyssa Kurenishev worked in the temporary tower at Chicagoland Speedway for the 2019 NASCAR Summer Festival during the last week of June. She said, quote, When I first drove up to the tower, I had to let out a little laugh. I knew it was a mobile trailer, but I didn't know it was literally was a trailer with a tower affixed to it. We could fit three chairs in the cab. Anything more than that, and we would have been bumping into each other, end quote. In the four days Kurenishev and the other members were there, they experienced issues with the radar, flight data input-output, shout lines, and at one point had to evacuate due to 55-knot winds. Kurenishev said one of her favorite moments was seeing all the cars coming back from the final race. She said, quote, We had around 40 IFR departures, and they all wanted to depart at the same time. End quote. But despite the traffic rush, Kurenishev said everything ran smoothly during the departure push. Even with all the hiccups, she said, I would absolutely do it again, and I'm happy I got the opportunity to work this detail, end quote. 
On June 26th, NACA members of Potomac TRACON and the Command Center hosted young explorers with a passion for learning and aviation on facility tours and to learn about careers in aviation as part of the Smithsonian Institution's She Can STEM Summer Camp. Potomac TRACON Vice President Amy Lark began the tour at PCT by launching a high-altitude weather balloon. After a tour of the Command Center hosted by FACREP Scott Farrow, students received hands-on air traffic control instruction using simulators at Potomac. Students in grades 6 through 8 were invited to participate in this specialty summer camp. The camp's goal is to engage and empower underrepresented youth to pursue STEM careers in the future. The camp offers students opportunities to learn about aviation fields, to test aerodynamics during indoor skydiving experiences, to solve design challenges, and to take a discovery flight with a local flight school. Last month, Cleveland Center member Eric Orlando represented aviation safety professionals as part of a career day at Mapleton Elementary School in Ashland, Ohio. Along with more than 20 representatives from other professions, Orlando shared about his career as an air traffic controller with more than 80 fifth grade students throughout the day. He used the Falcon replay, maps, pictures, and reading material to provide a glimpse into the daily life of an en route air traffic controller. Orlando said, quote, students were able to see what we do on a daily basis and realize that a lot goes into their trip to Disney World. At the end of the day, each student had to pick three careers to submit a resume for jobs they were interested in. It was wonderful to see how many students chose to submit a resume to me because, to become an air traffic controller, end quote. Even after the career day presentations, Orlando said several other presenters approached him to ask about his profession. He said, quote, many of them either had no idea we existed, thought we were the people with the orange cones, or that we only worked in a big tower at the airport, he said. Members from Southern California TRACON, Reno Tower, and Gillespie San Diego Tower recently attended a collaboration skills training hosted by SCT. The training brought together union reps and their respective management counterparts to emphasize the importance and benefits of working together to solve issues. SCT area rep Brad Wilco said, quote, We are grateful to the trainers who came down and worked with all of us. We're all striving to be better at what we do because of what they shared with us. Potomac TRACON member Brandon Miller, Denver TRACON member Kevin Wright, Washington Center member Brian Schallenberger, Central Florida TRACON member Fabian Sanchez, Little Rock uh, Tower member Brian Hogan, Raleigh-Durham Tower member Nick Stott, and Cleveland Center member Judd Wallace joined right from the start National Rep and Memphis Center member Chris Stevenson and NACA's collaboration consultant Phil Hughes for the right from the start training at the NACA National Office in Washington, D.C. recently. The joint NACA-FAA program helps develop strong collaborative relationships between NACA FAC reps and new air traffic managers. It takes a deep look into a facility's whole workforce, interviewing both management and labor, and identifying ways to strengthen its organizational effectiveness through true collaboration. Said Stott, quote, Our team is made up of very talented and diverse members from across the country. I can already tell we will be very effective in our goals, and I look forward to getting to work. Said Stevenson, quote, It's important that we continue to strengthen our collaboration and our processes. Onboarding new right-from-the-start leads is just one of the first steps. We're always looking for ways to improve and enhance our collaborative programs. Bringing in new leads ensures the validity when the program is engaged at the facility level, end quote. Well, that's it for this edition of the NACA podcast. We thank you for joining us, and we'll be back very, very soon.